seemed like okay. um, like an asteroid had hit because it was deep. It was like a couple stories deep, and we had to drive my buddy's Jeep into this crater. Um, and we were there overnight. The next day, there's a really long story about how many hours it took for us to get out of it. <laughs> Um, we did have to get somebody in. We had to get somebody else to come and pull us out of that pit. How you brewing? It's time to get ground to earth. I'm David. And I'm Josiah. And today is podcast episode number one. one I got only one hand. If I do that, it's 11. Can't <laughs> it's number, podcast number episode number one. All right. Let's talk about what's in our cup. Today, we are starting something brand new. We're going to do this every single episode. It's actually going to be the start of our episode. Oh. And we're drinking coffee. And this is a coffee we just brewed this morning. And it's a coffee that David doesn't know too much about. I don't. And David is going to have to guess what he tastes in the cup. And so there are flavors that we know that coffee uh, produces on all of our tongues. But we're going to see if David can guess what's on the bag. All right. What are the flavor notes on the bag? Let's see if he can get any of them right. Take a sip. You know I'm really terrible at this. So we're going to grow. And if David gets any one of them right, he gets to keep the 12-ounce bag of coffee. That's right. And if he gets none of them right, I get to keep it. All right. Here's to open. I need to to reduce that coffee bill. All right. Let's go. Oh, I should be able to get this. This is really good. Today we're drinking Bandit coffee. All right. This is a Saba. Okay. It's coffee from Guatemala. Oh, give me a regional hint. Mm. Man, the pressure's really on. I mean, it I know is, it is listen, really listen, on. Listen, we've talked a long time about this, and now I feel like this guess really counts. This one really matters. First things that come to mind natural memories of flavor. Yeah. What I are know. you tasting? Um, okay. So, and I got to get up. Mm-hmm. You like can Got to make some smacking sounds. All right. Um, I, I guess I got to go for broke here. I'm definitely. I feel like I'm tasting something cocoa. Okay. So I'm gonna. Go, I'm gonna go with a strong default answer. I'm definitely gonna say chocolate. All right. What else? You've got two other flavor notes. I'll let you know that. Yep. There's three of them today. I'm so excited right now. <laughs> oh I'm so anxious right now. <laughs> should see Roy's face right now. Okay. I'm going to go with hazelnut. Okay. Oh, man. All right. Got it. Got it. Search within yourself. You know it to be true. Ooh. Search your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with hazelnut, chocolate, and honey. Honey. All right. That's good. That's really good. You those did are, a great job. Those are three 
flavors that exist in the world. They are. At the very least. Now, tell me. Man, I am really proud of you. Oh, stop it. I am really proud of you. This is amazing. What people don't know is that every single time that we've done this, as we've practiced and gotten ready for today's shoot, I've told David he was wrong every single time. He did. Leading up to this very moment. Okay. We've got our bandit coffee. Okay. Beautifully displayed with all want, of their flavor I notes. Wanna, I want to see. And the- there's three physical examples okay. of those flavor notes right, right here. I'm going to have to lift them up. He got one of three. We've got cherries. Okay. Got chocolate. All right. And we've got ourselves some blueberries. Oh, man. I am so excited. You get to keep this bag of coffee. I do. And this is yours. It was very delicious. I was betting against you today. So I'm losing some some money today. That that's, that is true, actually. Uh, no, but I am I am excited. That I at least got one out of three. Now the fact that I didn't hit any of those fruits is a little disturbing. But the chocolate, you got the sweetness of honey, and there's sweetness represented in some of these fruits. Yeah, but I didn't get the tartness. And that's, that's okay. what I was missing. Okay, that's okay. You did I'm a great ex- job. Listen, I'm excited. Give me that bag. All right, I want a bag of coffee. Well, what are we talking about today, David? Uh, well, really, you're going to be doing a lot of talking, and I'm going to be doing a lot of listening. Yes, yeah, right. I think we're going to be talking a little bit about what we're going to be talking about. That is right, and and we're talking about who, what, when, where, why this podcast. Well, let's go ahead and let's talk about who, who we are, okay. who are you, David? What? Let, tell me a little bit more about who uh, we are. Well, uh, you know, my, a bit of an enigma. You know, I like to think that I, no, I really. A mystery, uh, man. I'm a, I'm, <laughs> of I'm sorts. Mystery, yes. Uh, no, um, I guess, uh, I don't know if you really care to know about who I am as a part. I mean, like, are we going to. Just a, a, just a little I'm a husband. Cinema. Yeah, you're a, a hu- father of three. A good summary. <laughs> I'm yeah. the old person here, actually, is what I am. You're older than me. I wouldn't know. I, I, w- I wouldn't say, go as far as to say that you're an old Do person. Do you know how old I am? I would guess. Well, no, we're not. You don't need in to say a it. range. No, we'll just. Well, you know, you I mean, it's, it's sort of secret? like coffee is brewed or roasted light to medium, and you are in this like phase of your life that is light to medium, strong to quite strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not. You're not dark and weathered by uh, a lot of time. I appreciate that. I mean, the grays are coming in. You they know, are. Um, but that's that's. But I'm embracing them. Yeah, I'm just glad they're here. I I, I am too, actually. <laughs> I'm glad that you're glad for my hair. <laughs> I really am. I really am. Well, and and to introduce myself, I'll go ahead and just hop right in. Um, I am not a father of three. No. Um, I'm also not a husband yet. Coming. I'm engaged. It's on the way. Um, but I am a manager of a coffee shop locally. All right. And that is a part of the reason why I would even allow myself to talk about coffee on a podcast with you. I don't know that I ever would have Giving myself that opportunity had it not been for somebody else trusting me with a coffee shop. And how did you even get to coffee shop? I mean, that doesn't just happen overnight. Yeah. How did I get to a coffee shop? Man, that, I mean, that's, that is a story. It's a journey. It's a journey to where I am today. And, and it sort of happened in waves. And this is a familiar term when it comes to coffee, when it comes to specialty coffee. Third wave. Really, the first wave of my experience with coffee was as a kid, hot brewed coffee at home on some type of device. I'm not, I can't even remember. But my mom would go to the store and she would pick up this coffee 
uh, delicious coffee, beautiful yellow cover around this metal can. <laughs> That's a really great way to, <laughs> not, to would, not say what it was. Yeah, I yeah. I, mean, I think it, we all know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it was this coffee company. Um, and, and really, I have like fond memories of this coffee. You'd open it up. You'd see this black mass <laughs> of ground coffee. And my mom would make it uh, almost every day. And she would keep it. And then she would later... Uh, put it in the microwave and she would nuke it and she would drink it and she would drink it often. <laughs> and that was that was my experience with coffee firsthand. But then it moved into this next level. Well, before you go next level, though, I mean, do you remember as a kid that you would smell the coffee and be like, that smells amazing. I want to taste that. And then you taste it and then you say, I've been deceived. This this is actually what I remember. My My parents would not allow me to drink coffee because they believed it would stunt your growth. Did they believe it or did they just tell you that? They, well, they told me that. I, I do think they believed it. And also, my dad is the tallest member of his family. Okay. So all of his siblings are pretty short. And so they drank a lot of coffee? I think there was, maybe, <laughs> I think that there was a fear, a genuine fear that if I drank coffee, I'd be as short as the rest of the people <laughs> oh in his God. family. Um, you were so, destined for failure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, not, we, we love all people, all sizes. All heights. Yeah, all heights are 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 welcome here <laughs> on this podcast. Um, yeah, no, I they told me that my my growth would be stunted. And so there was this aspect of the coffee that my mom would make that it was like holy grail in a cup. Okay. Like there was something really special about this drink that I was not allowed to have Absolutely. until I reached a certain age. Sounds like other beverages. Yes, it does. But I I thought, man, if I accomplish this feat of being in this season of life where i'm allowed to consume this drink then i've made it okay um and that didn't even really change my mom started working in coffee at a very large um, fast food coffee company that surged in the 90s um and and they're very famous <laughs> they have some notoriety i think um but she started working at this coffee company and uh, she loved the aspect of being around people and making them a drink that they loved and putting all the syrups in it. And uh, I, we would go to visit my mom in the drive through and we still weren't allowed to have coffee. What I did have was uh, a very blended sugary drink that gave me the feeling of okay. I'm yeah. at a coffee shop and consuming something so I'm hot almost chocolate? there. Um, it, it wasn't, it was cold. Oh, it was, it was very cold, uh, vanilla-y. They, they make cold chocolate. They do make cold chocolate. <laughs> it wasn't chocolate. It was vanilla. Oh, okay. It was a vanilla flavored thing, but I, I loved it and I, I ate it up real quick, but it gave me this even more of a hunger for coffee. Okay. And what's interesting is that it wasn't too much longer before I had arrived in age. Like I had made it. You're there. I was, I think I was 13 or 14 when they finally succumbed to this desire that I had. Okay. To, to yeah, they they let me, they let me enjoy a cup of coffee. I can't remember my first cup of coffee very well, but I do remember one day when I was at this event. It was a summer event um, for for hundreds of like local kids in the community. And and uh there was an open coffee stand, and I went and I just to to feel like a man. I really, I think I was in sixth grade at this point. Damn, that's manly. Yeah, to feel like a man. All right. I I went and purchased uh, a black cup of iced coffee. Did from you this sneak it or stand. were you blessed to have this? I 
I don't remember if there was a blessing. I do remember that I had enough money to buy it. And I just okay, thought, well, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy myself an iced cup of coffee, black coffee. You went iced. I did go iced. It was hot. It was the summer. Yeah, yeah. It was a summer event. And I thought I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna enjoy myself a cup of coffee. But I don't I went I I went iced and black for the purposes of feeling masculine. Okay. Which I'm very secure in my masculinity at this point. So I don't know why I had to prove something to myself that day. But I thoroughly did not enjoy that cup of coffee. Did it was it black? It was black. Oh, it was black. I but I jumped in and I went cold turkey and I dived on the deepest end. So I, I, have this, I have this image that your parents knew, and we'll have to talk to them later. We we'll have to figure this mm-hmm. out. But I have this image that's like hiding behind a bush, going, <laughs> "Watch, yeah. we got at least another good six years, or I'll never taste it again." You yeah, the, I mean, it definitely scarred me. I thought, I thought the coffee was awful. <laughs> yes, I didn't enjoy it. I, I didn't want anything to do with it. And it wasn't until a few years later, my family had some friends that moved to Nashville when I was about eight years old. And we would go visit them every two years. And they took us to this local specialty coffee shop. And in like hindsight, I didn't know that it was a specialty coffee shop. I just knew that everything about the physical space, I loved. Okay. I loved the physical space. And I did have a very uncomfortable interaction with the person who sold me the coffee. Because they knew that I didn't know anything about coffee. Oh. And I was I was looked down upon. You a feeling those bit. pretentious vibes? Yeah, I I was feeling pretentious vibes. There was some judgment for sure because I didn't understand what single origin was. I how old were you? Maybe fourteen or fifteen. Listen, anybody expecting you to know what single origin is? is... We were in Nashville, and Nashville is, I guess, I mean, it's the L.A. of the South. You know, is, is that a thing? Is that a saying? It's the L.A. of the. I mean, that's what I've heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, where where else is Not LA? Hotlander? I guess, I mean, Hotlander is its own, such a unique place. The ATL? Yeah, the ATL is good. And there's a lot of good coffee in ATL. Okay. But I'd like to get there sometime. We do. have a cup of coffee we, with you. Yeah, we should. Let's go. Well, well, we will. We will definitely be up there. We're going to get there. All, all those future, we need to hear from the first ATL person. Yeah, we do. Tell us where to go. We do. There, I mean, there's there's a list that I have, but I'm sure there are places that I've been sprouting up. There's specialty coffee everywhere that's brand new. Awesome. And I was in Nashville. I was at this specialty yeah, coffee you were, shop. Yeah, you were not in Atlanta. I wasn't in Atlanta. <laughs> were- no, I was outside of Atlanta by three or four hours. Quite a bit. And, and I ordered a cup of coffee. Um, I actually got the exact same thing as my buddy who took me there. Um, it was a, a cappuccino. Okay. Um, and I followed right after him, got this cappuccino. And when I drank it, I was, I was in a different dimension. I had realized I was fooled by the black cup of coffee that I had at the coffee All stand right. over the summer. And there was something really special about coffee. And I fell in love with it. But at that time, I didn't know that it was specialty. I didn't know anything about it. I just knew that I liked coffee. And so, um, I mean, from there, from then on out, I just knew that coffee was something that I was into. Oh. That's much more magical than any fake memory that I have about my first cup of coffee. Do you have I, you don't have a, you don't have a particular memory about the first I don't. Um I I remember some friends of mine, they like they got into coffee before I did. And so I just kind of like, you know, oh, that's really neat. You know, I just wanted to be part of the right. thing, thing, right? 
and they were looking for what they called the first drip. The first drip. And I don't even know what it means, but it's like this this memories like burned into my brain about this the first drip is like thicker and how they yeah. made their coffee and then they like had to mix it with something and like they would honestly it everything about it seems fake i i don't know that is um, so int- how long in, in, fact, in fact we may have to investigate this at some other at some point where i find out what this thing was i mean gosh i was this was this was decades ago <laughs> a while ago yeah you're not old no um, no not at all young at heart yeah and, and yes and and I, I mean look at you I appreciate for it. those watching right now. Yeah. Can can, can Listen, you give David some no, love? No, I don't please? need that. I, mean, I don't need that. You're a, you're the consummate encourager, and I'll take. That. I I really do like to encourage people. Okay. Um. Yeah. So where were we? I mean, we were talking about natural I mean, coffee. You're a really a amazing. You're really amazing. First time of having coffee, and my inability yes. to actually recall remember any sort that of special moment. memory. Yeah, I actually do remember. Um, when the first time I had or switched over from cream and sugar land, um, mm-hmm. you know, candy land of coffee yep. to like actual black coffee. I was uh, trying to like go super hardcore into some like physical workout dimension of my, you know, I think everybody at least does that once. Yes. Uh, and uh, if you're still doing it, you're doing, you're amazing. You're so it was a, much di- better it was a diet change. Yeah, it was. That brought it you was. That I was like basically uh, like paleo before it was a thing, yep. you know, uh-huh. and just like cut everything out. And it was just water. And then I realized that black coffee only had like 10 calories in a cup. And so I thought, well, maybe I could bring some flavor back into my mm. life by having some black. And I tasted it and it was like this amazing thing that I had been reintroduced. Oh, yeah. yeah. And wow. so, and I didn't, and because I was just drinking water for so long, it's like I tasted all the sweetness and all the goody that comes from a good black cup of coffee. And so I was in, and then I haven't gone back. I don't do the cream and sugar thing. Do you remember where you got that black cup of coffee? Um, I'm pretty sure I did it at work. Really? I think so. Yeah. Had a coffee club. Okay. Coffee club. A coffee club's still kind of there. A little okay. fragmented right now. You started the coffee club? I, I was, no, I was a founding member. Mm. There's multiple members. Um, and so, yeah, we just make our own coffee coffee at work because the coffee supplied at at work was um was lacking mm. um they've gotten much better but since then but and you you made it with what Did, oh, was there like was there a machine we brought a, we brought a percolator in okay. and i thought we were i thought we were going baller status with that that percolator i mean you were still brewing you're brewing your own coffee we were doing something with coffee right. yes <laughs> I think honestly, it had more to do with the source of the coffee than it yeah. was the method. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, having that black cup of coffee um, and getting rid of the cream and sugar definitely introduced me into a whole different space with coffee. But it wasn't until years later that then the idea of actually specialty coffee was introduced right. to me. And that that is a perfect transition into when I realized that I was interested in coffee beyond just like the consumer but that I could create my own coffee, that I could be a part of like making coffee and giving it to other people and them enjoying it. I was on a camping trip. This might've been four or five years ago. And uh, we, were, we were in a forest in the state of Florida. We were camping. 
forced or um, generally pretty good places to yeah, go camping. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it was it was in our backyard. It was a, it was a legitimate I mean, state park. Florida, you could, you could have been beach camping. Yeah, we could. Uh, is that a thing? Can you beach camp? Oh, you can. Uh, legally, like you're allowed to stay overnight <laughs> at certain beaches? Yeah. yeah. Reserve. I thought that there was like a rule. Like you can't, you definitely can't start a fire. No, the fire is on a like beach. off limits. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty, so pretty, it's frown, just like, pretty frowned upon by the government. Definitely. To do that. Yeah. But you can take a tent out and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have little camping spots and stuff. That's so interesting. Maybe I have wonder, like a little pre-made grill for you there. I always get sketched out by those, but I mean, yeah. if you're into it, you're into it. That, uh, well, I, I might need to consider a beach camping trip. That actually sounds kind of nice, falling asleep with the waves. Yeah, but the problem and... is, is I, I need the fire. Yeah. If I don't have no. the fire, I'm not camping. Right. I'm just sleeping outside. When it gets hot enough, though, out here. Yeah, I, the fire is pretty essential in, in camping. Yeah. We had a fire. Okay, go, that's good. Yeah, so you were not at the beach, though. Well, yeah, we were not at the beach. We were inside of this giant pit. It, it almost, it was like a crater in the earth. It seemed like, okay, uh, like an asteroid had hit because it was deep. It was like a couple stories deep, and we had to drive my buddy's jeep into this crater. Um, and we were there overnight. The next day, there's a really long story about how many hours it took for us to get out of it. <laughs> Um, we did have to get somebody. <laughs> we had to get somebody else to come and pull us out of that pit. Um, but the morning was great because we woke up and it was a friend of mine's older brother who had brought. Um, I we we still had enough coals from the fire um, to heat up water, and and he brewed an AeroPress of some local coffee. All right, and made us coffee that morning. And in camping mugs, which was just another experience. It was metal? actually, metal uh, yeah, they were metal oh, yeah. camping mugs. Um, he poured the local coffee in, into that mug. And when I saw him do this, it was it was the summer before I was leaving for college. I thought, I, I have to get this. And when he told me that it cost $20, the brewing method itself, the AeroPress, cost like $20. I have to get it. Okay. I have to All be right. a part of this. This is so good. It was a dark roast of whatever the coffee okay. was um some blend but i i just remember thinking like to have the experience of making the coffee myself my my hands like creating this product that i get to enjoy and share with others was really exciting to me so i bought one i moved away to chattanooga tennessee so this is five years six years ago now um I, I'm actually aging myself. People are going to know exactly what age I am if they put together all the context clues that I've shared. That's why you don't give any clues. You're I'm right. Just, I shouldn't have given any clues. Although I did, I did use the term decades earlier, you, which that you, S is you very did. problematic, but you know, they'll forget. Yeah. I wonder if, yeah, I, I, I think I'm thinking people might be a little bit more interested in age than, than maybe they are, but they'll find out at some point exactly. It's how one of those things are. that like uh, just curiosity kills the cat. And the yeah. more that you tease out the fact that you're not going to see how old you are, the more people want to figure it out. You're right. It's kind of like the where's Waldo of information. Exactly. Yeah, it's like the ultimate. And then it has like the worst payoff ever because then you're just over it. Yeah. You're like, oh, it out. that's okay. Now I know. And, and that's it. Yeah. And there was really just a typically two numbers put together to it's really boring yeah well i'll try i'll try to leave i guess some hit a level of mystery for anybody who's interested i went to college at whatever age i did <laughs> <laughs> yeah i went to, i went to college i know every and, time uh, i listen to a podcast for the first time my first thought is can i figure out how old they are 
by episode three. Yeah, you know, that's right. just the you thing that really, I do. That's all you're interested yeah. in knowing. If and I then, if I can't get enough context clues, I'm out. Right. <laughs> that I mean, I was trying to think about how that could be like a consistent like pattern or joke throughout our <laughs> podcast, but it's not. It's not necessary. It won't last very long. I was gonna say. I think that would get that itself would actually get really old. Uh, it would. It would age very quickly, very quickly, <laughs> and just die away. Yeah. Um. So I I went I went to school. I was in Chattanooga, and my aunt and uncle actually lived about forty five minutes outside of Chattanooga, and she suggested this place called Revelator. They knew that I was interested in coffee. At that time, I did have a gold card at said fast food coffee shop that my See, mom worked at. I got news for you, bro. Gold card. Yeah. Gold, that- I had a gold card. I don't know that many other places have gold cards. <laughs> right. I mean, that's a pretty good attempt. At, uh, I'm trying. No, I mean, I think that loyal customer loyalty programs are pretty pretty common. They had a customer and, loyalty program card that I used. Yes, that that, is, that, that right? is how I'd be a little bit more ambiguous. <laughs> so they had they had this. I had a card, and and I there were there weren't many of locations of that coffee company around. Um, but my my aunt did suggest this one coffee shop called called um, something. There weren't many of them. Um, no, there there really weren't. I'm, Do you then, then this, or maybe I wasn't looking for them. Not nah, that just makes you older. Yeah, <laughs> I had I had ascended into this new season of my life where I was an adult, <laughs> and I I knew I liked coffee, but I wanted another experience, and this place revealed itself to me through connections. Hey, listen, it's a bridge. Yes. We can't can't look down on those bridges. I crossed right over that bridge. And what is funny about you saying that is there was a bridge that literally led directly to the front door of this place. I, I think I know which one you're talking about. I mean, Chattanooga, that skyline. It's got yes. that picture. Yep. It's actually, there's a bridge across from that bridge. Mm-hmm. So it's... There are two bridges. I know it, exactly what you're talking about. Yep. It's, it's not the blue bridge. The other bridge. It's the other bridge. Okay. And that bridge, once you get over the bridge and on to the other side, there's the majority of the city and then there's this little other downtown area. Yeah. I can't remember what oh, it's yeah. called. Um, but you make your way over that bridge and you're at this shop. It's and a literal I, and metaphorical bridge. Though. Yes, we're crossing two bridges right now. And I walked into the door and I met um, Molly and was it Emma? It was Molly and Morgan, actually. Close baristas. Good. Well, I worked with them, so I I'm trying to remember who was there that day. Um, sorry, Molly. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Morgan. Uh, <laughs> or Emma. Who, who was it? I messed up on. Um. Yes. So made it into the shop, and I said, I don't know what I want, but I want something good. And they said, Okay, we're gonna make you a, an Ethiopian pour over. Oh. And I said, Okay, this is beautiful space, concrete bar um everything in there looked expensive everything looked really really nice and uh i had seen some evidence of that on social media which was part of the draw that got me in the door the first place um don't downplay social media power social media it's a big deal uh it got me the doors it did it worked and it brought me to this ethiopian pour over and they made it on a chemex okay um they had chemexes they had several grinders um, and as they were brewing this coffee, they almost kept like total eye contact. It was wild for me to watch them brew this coffee, did not even have to think about it. They knew what they were doing. They made the coffee. And when they handed me this cup and I drank it, life was changed. 
All right. It sounds dramatic, but I really, in that moment, that was my turning point. Okay. My black coffee moment. Okay. That redeemed the black coffee moment I had had about however many years prior. You came full circle. Yeah, I came full circle. Back in black. Back in black. From I, we went from the cold-hearted, awful experience of the coffee stand that summer. Okay. To the warm, cozy cup of Ethiopian Chemex brewed, Chem, not a sponsor, Chemex <laughs> brewed coffee, and it was delicious. It was so good, and I I will never forget that day. Does Ethiopian coffee always have a place in your heart now? Because of that? it it does have a very special place. This it was a washed Ethiopian coffee, which is one that. I think a lot of people would argue are some of the best coffees okay. around. Um, they, it's still a coffee that I do hold near and dear to my heart. But do you think they knew that? and They were just like, we want this guy to come work here. And they're just, it was all part of their plan. They didn't want me to work there though. There was actually, they did, they actually, did, well, it's not that they didn't. Uh, both Molly and Morgan and Emma eventually um, were excited about the fact that I was so excited about coffee. Um, there were a lot of incredible women working there, but their manager, um, did not want me to work there because of my age, because of how young I was. And that was an interesting experience for me. Um, but I just went almost nearly every day. And the coffee shop was 45 minutes away from my school. Oh, wow. So it shows my priority of school versus this newfound interest <laughs> wow. that I had, which was this amazing space that brewed incredible coffee. And I was so enamored by like what coffee was and how you could make it. and I fell in love with it. I was there almost daily until he lost his job eventually. Oh. Which I really hope he's doing well. I I, I don't actually even remember him that well. Um, but when I, we gotta find him. We should find him and interview him. Well, maybe not. I don't know that he would even remember me. Why why maybe not? Well, I don't I I don't know. Maybe he's not involved in coffee. Maybe he's not interested in podcasts. Maybe he's bitter about coffee. That because of me. Because of that. He hates you, yeah. actually. <laughs> I drove him out. No, I can't remember why, why he wasn't there anymore. Um, we only know if we ask him. You're right. And that will lead. Now, that's a, be- that's a better, consistent, like maybe we could find my old, uh, almost manager who wasn't my manager and ask him. And see if he remembers you? See, yeah. And see, sure, just to speak about that time. <laughs> yeah. Air, an airing of grievances of sorts. That could that could work. Yes, <laughs> I'm here for the I'm here for the road trip. Right. Yeah. No, that would be great. I wonder if he's still in Chattanooga. Um, I could at least protect you physically. No, I probably couldn't even do that. If there was rage <laughs> issues or something like that. No, I mean, I, I, I'd, I, from what I remember, you'd be a pretty even match. What? Oh, <laughs> it's not speaking very highly of him. Oh well, no no no! I mean he yeah. Are we gonna slap fight? Yeah, or maybe even just I, eventually, like you could just do a throwdown. War of words. A war, yes. But I don't like saying bad things about. People, I was thinking though. a coffee throwdown. We'll, we'll get you behind an espresso machine. Listen, I will. I will personally listen, you, train you. I need up. a lot of training. Yeah, I need a lot of training then. Because we'll get you some training. I'll bring in. I'll bring in a buddy of mine. Who may or may not be on the podcast at some point. Okay. Um, and I love this man. And he's a three time latte art world champion. We'll get some time with you and him. Okay. It'll be in the kitchen? Uh, it'll be a karate kid type. Could it be in the kitchen? It could be in the kitchen. There's a phenomenal kitchen right behind you. 
um, where we, we could get some training in. And I mean, we'd have to find a single group head espresso machine. I could find that. We could. It's going to be an investment. No, I could find it. Well, we'll find it. And we'll teach you how to, we'll teach you how to throw, throw down. And then we'll show up to my old manager. Your story is so much more fascinating than mine. I think because I'm still I'm still getting there. Yeah, your 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 story is newer and fresher. I am. I, in fact, in many ways, we're starting my story. But it's it's incredibly interesting to watch those stories happen. And on, it, it, when it comes to the terms of coffee, a fresher roast is always better than one that's aged. I mean, I, some would argue. I mean, we've talked about those super, yeah. super aged coffees that are delicacies. Yeah. So maybe we that's have talked about that. I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't sell myself short. I maybe I could be a delicacy. All right. <laughs> that's that's just that's just wishful thinking, man. You know what? <laughs> Solid how you look. My at coffee it. story, but we're gonna watch you bloom. You, what? One could say that. That one could say. <laughs> watch that happen it's like a revival of i just think of blossom and yeah. i just think mm-hmm. it's the, the male coffee version of blossom right bloom it yep is it is that the mass uh, the male i don't version no, well i mean bloom blossom they're they're blossom was the a was a show was it yeah see that's what makes me a lot older yep yeah. then and there you go. Couldn't tell you a lot a about couple it. More hints I know that it existed. What your age might be. Yeah. It's really not hard to figure out. Yeah, I know it's not. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to leave us. So I think so too. Uh, you know, what's our what's our big takeaway? What's our one big takeaway? I, I think I think that a really great takeaway is that uh the stories of coffee are gonna be so dramatically different. Everyone's gonna have their own unique experience around coffee. Um, but the journey itself doesn't matter as much as a willingness to learn and grow and an excitement about uh, something that you may or may not understand very well yet. Um, But it's something that we're both interested in that unites and brings together many people. And when we have conversations around what coffee is, um, I I think that we're, we're going to benefit a lot from those conversations i agree and i think for people that are kind of on the sidelines maybe they just uh they don't quite understand it yet or right. you know they think it's for a certain uh well, like type of person i think that uh coffee is definitely in general expanding to a wider and wider audience and i think that uh, people just need to give it a try and maybe we can hope to break down some of those barriers that people have when they think of what coffee is or it isn't and introduce some people to some new experiences. Absolutely. All right. Ground to Earth is produced by David Furry, Josiah Kent, and Roy Seringo. Editing by Roy Seringo and David Gardner. Video by Roy Seringo and David Gardner. Music is by David Furry, Riley Thornton, and Josiah Kent. Thanks for getting Ground to Earth with your hosts, Josiah Kent and myself, David Furry. See you next time.